Hey, Sox fans, not a good showing by the White Sox on Sunday, but the Sox have not lost a series all season long. Uh, What's going on with the offense? And we're going to get you ready for game one of the Cleveland series. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Also brought to you by Blue Nile. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com and locked on sports. Listeners get $50 off a $500 purchase. Use code locked on. That's L O C K E D. O-N at checkout. Uh, Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, uh, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. I really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network your team every day. I want to get into this Cleveland series and going to break down all of the Tampa Bay series, of course. Uh, But first, uh, you know, it was a very poor showing by our White Sox yesterday uh, afternoon. Here is the state of the Sox. Uh, They are six and three uh, with a plus six run a differential uh, two games up in the AL Central standings. It's never too early to start looking uh, at the standings, uh, you know, in my mind. So uh, we're six and three, uh, have not lost a series yet all season long, which is a good thing. Uh, Sunday's game, though, uh, not good at all. Uh, Sox lose to the Tampa Bay Rays in the series finale. Nine to three. Um, if you did not watch the game, you didn't miss much. Uh, although we were all missing the 83s. Where were the 1983 uh, Sunday jerseys? Uh, the traditional Sunday garb for a home game. Uh, I have not uh, heard a reason of why they weren't wearing the 83s. I will look into it. I will keep you posted. Uh, Vince Velasquez, uh, he started for the White Sox. Uh, he went four in two-thirds innings, five hits, four runs, all in the first inning. Uh, three of those uh, runs were earned, five strikeouts, three walks, and Velasquez committed two errors. Uh, it was a very rough first inning for Vince. Uh, Katz even came out and made a visit. Uh, it didn't look like he was going to get past uh, the first at all. I didn't even know if he was going to get out of that inning. 
but with zero days off until April 25th, uh, you've got to eat some innings. You cannot go into the bullpen uh, like that. Uh, Velasquez did settle in, uh, and it, he was able to go four and two-thirds through 85 pitches. 52 of them were strikes. So, again, uh, just a really bad first inning, uh, and he didn't help the cause with his two errors, but uh, was able to help the bullpen a little bit. Banks, uh, Foster, Severino, and Crick uh, came in uh, in that order after Velasquez left. Uh, Severino went two-thirds of an inning, three earned runs and three hits, and he committed uh, an error. error. Uh, Severino did not look sharp at all. Uh, didn't walk anybody, just was out of sorts. Um, you know, it's still very early in his Major League Baseball career, but he was a little erratic, um, and uh, and the Rays jumped all over him. Sox offense on Sunday, um, three runs, uh, three hits. Sox were 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. Uh, there were a couple opportunities for the White Sox with bases loaded, and they just could not bust through. Vaughn did not play on Sunday, deciding to go with uh, Sheets, I guess, uh, you know, to face the righty that Tampa was throwing. Uh, there was an opportunity for Tony Larusa to pinch hit and use Vaughn, uh, but he did stick with uh, Sheets. Uh, Gavin ended up hitting a solo home run uh, in the ninth, little too little too late. Uh, coming into the game, uh, the White Sox had only 14 walks and had the third worst on-base percentage in all of baseball, but were tied for the best winning percentage and tied for the most wins uh, in all of baseball. Um, love, love the aggressive nature um, of this offense. If you've been watching, um, you've been listening uh, and the radio, you, you've noticed that the Sox are jumping all over the first few pitches and in that bat. They are not uh, seeing a lot of pitches, and it's it's a little different than years past. I like it. You know, be aggressive, uh, but this means that, you know, your on-base percentage might take a hit. Um, is that sustainable? You know, can you have uh, the success the Sox have been having with such a low on-base percentage? It's it, It's doubtful. I mean, however... The White Sox walked five times on Sunday, yet only scored three runs. So it's really what you do uh, in those opportunities with men on scoring position, which has always been the case uh, as a Sox fan watching this team. It's frustrating. It, it, in, and when you look at a game uh, like Sunday, you know, it got out of hand late, uh, but the Sox were in it. It was 4-2 for a while, and the Sox had opportunities, men on, and just couldn't get the big hits. Um, you know, it's just maybe one of those days Sunday, but the Sox offense, you know, they're sitting in the bottom third uh, of the American league in terms of offensive numbers. Uh, Robert has definitely cooled off. Uh, Luis Robert was 0 for 12 in the Tampa series. Uh, Josh Harrison, it was good to see him return to the lineup after tweaking his back, but he was 0 for 7 in the Tampa series. Uh, Grandal, one for 10 in the Tampa series. Uh, here's some injuries, uh, some news, some notes. Yoan Mancata, they could sure use his bad uh, manager. Uh, Tony LaRusa said on April 16th that Mancata was still feeling discomfort in the oblique. 
Uh, he's been on the IL since April 4th. Uh, still not good. He's getting better, but there's still some discomfort when he makes certain moves, uh, TLR said. He's going to have to be able to go full bore with the swings and the workouts and the running before you can realistically say, hey, X days from now. Uh, LaRusa said Mankata felt pain when swinging, doing defensive work and running. Not a good sign. Uh, AJ Pollock expected maybe late April. Pollock has been away from the White Sox since April 10th for the birth of his child and with a hamstring issue. Uh, manager Tony LaRusa said Pollock was up to 80 to 85 percent as of April 15th, and the team could send him to AAA Charlotte soon for a short rehab assignment. Uh, you know, the Sox are getting it done without guys like Mancata and Pollock and without Lynn and Geo. But how, again, how long can that uh, be sustained? Uh, let's look at Saturday's game. It was game two of the series, a nail biter. Sox won three to two against the Rays. It was Liam Hendricks' bobblehead game, 27,000 plus in attendance. I was there. Uh, a chilly game, uh, but a spirited crowd who saw Michael Kopech uh, deal. He went five innings, gave up only one run, zero earned, five strikeouts, two walks. His ERA is 1.00 right now. Through 75 pitches, 45 of them were strikes. His fastball sat in the mid-90s. I saw it hit 96, 97. Uh, threw 25 pitches in the first inning, then settled down, uh, which is a really good sign. Uh, there was an article on Kopech and Sunday's Trib, uh, Lamont Pope, uh, with that article, the, the uh, Sox beat reporter. Uh, here's Kopech talking about how things went. Uh, if my first inning would have been as a reliever later on in the game, I don't think I would have completed the inning, he said. But as a starter, you get a chance to find your feet and find your legs and get out there and compete. I did that today, and we were able to get a little deeper than it might have looked in the first. Uh, TLR uh, commenting on Kopech. He just got better and better. Kopech retired the last 10 batters he faced. And, and that is, you know, that quote, I really like that quote from Kopech because that that's what happened. Um, you know, it, he... He is wanting to be a starter. Uh, we, we've heard Kopech talk about that over uh, the years, and that is a marathon. It really is. And, you know, he had a bad first inning, but he settled down and, and he got the job done, and he did. He got better and better, to TLR's quote. He looked stronger, and retiring the last 10 batters uh, was pretty great to see. Um, Sox were up against Kluber, on Saturday, the second uh, AL Cy Young Award winner uh, they saw in the past week. Of course, Robbie Ray uh, with the Mariners they saw last week. Kluber, you know, he won the American League Cy Young Award in 2014 and 2017 with Cleveland. Entered Saturday with a 13-5 and record and a 2.96 ERA and 25 career appearances against the Sox. And the Sox handled him pretty well. Uh, especially after, you know, cycling through the lineup. Uh, Tampa had only five hits in that game on Saturday. Lopez, Ruiz, Sousa, Hendricks came in for his fourth save. Uh, Liam made it interesting, giving up two hits, a walk, and a strikeout. 
after having two hits on Friday night, one of them a big home run. Berger was not in the lineup on Saturday. Uh, Harrison, of, of course, was back. Uh, TLR uh, played Garcia instead of Berger. Uh, TLR said Garcia had good numbers against Kluber. However, Garcia went 0 for 3 with a strikeout. Abreu had his first home run of the season. Uh, you know, he's on another traditionally slow start as he tends to be in April and May. Uh, it was good to see him uh, get that long ball. Sox offense had zero walks on Friday. And on Saturday, talking about, again, that on-base percentage. I uh, want to discuss that Friday Apple TV game. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Hey, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts, and uh, we've been reviewing those Luis Robert numbers. Uh, total home runs in the 2022 regular season. Uh, the over-under right now for BetOnline is set at 30.5. I'm, I'm thinking still you're going to want to go over. And the total RBIs for Luis Robert in the 2022 regular season, that over-under set at 95.5. I think you're going to go over for that as well. Go over to betonline.net and earn some cash. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Recaps of the MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, uh, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so this Friday night game, it was uh, a game that the Sox won, close one again, 3-2 to two against the Rays. Now, it was on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, a lot of folks uh, having problems trying to find it. Uh, you know, some just submitted and, and listened to the radio. Uh, lots of conversation about the broadcasters. Um, you know, I didn't mind. Uh, I was able to, you know, you know I pulled up my, my app on, a, on, a ta- on my tablet and was able to then project it on, on my TV. Uh, it wasn't a big issue. Uh, however, I could see how it might be for for others. Uh, I didn't mind the broadcasters too much, but you just you didn't have that hometown feel. I mean, there was the, the classic butchering of names and, you know, trying to sound knowledgeable about the White Sox, but it just came off forced and a little inaccurate. And I, I think Anytime you, I have a problem with an announcer when, it's, especially when it's a national game, it's just few, few and far between that the Sox uh, get. Um, my issue is always that it just feels like these these announcers, these broadcasters, are not uh, invested in the White Sox like I am as a fan, and it's tough to do that. Obviously, when you're a national broadcaster, I mean that's that's my big issue. Um, I guess that's why I loved uh, Hawk Harrelson for so many years. Um, he, if he, you know, he lived and died with every pitch like you did as a fan. Um, so I, again, you know, it was an interesting broadcast. Um, you know, I, maybe the Sox have another game or two on Apple TV plus, uh, my takeaway is, you know, I just miss having that investment that, 
that that fandom that Jason and Steve bring, uh, check-ins with Chuck at NBC Sports Chicago Studios. Uh, you know that they are going to give you the most in-depth and in, in, in plugged-in uh, viewpoints because uh, they're the local, you know, the hometown um, broadcasters. Um, but Dylan Cease, you know, if you weren't focusing on the broadcasters, which you really didn't need to because Dylan Cease put on the show. Uh, Cease pitched five and two-thirds uh, innings, one earned run, three hits, eight strikeouts, two walks. His ERA now sits at one uh, 69, 91 pitches were thrown. 63 of them were strikes. Uh, he had that put away breaking ball working. The spin was intense. Um, he was able to spot it for a first pitch strike, but also break it off and buried in the dirt to get a strikeout. He got into a jam in the fourth. Uh, no damage was done. Uh, Katz was interviewed, kind of an in-game interview that Apple TV was doing and, and Katz said that Cease would probably go 90 to 95 pitches, which he which he did. Brought in Bummer um, in the game uh, to take his place. Bummer had some problems. One in a third innings, three hits, one earned run. Uh, and then Graveman and Hendricks came in to finish things off. Uh, Graveman has been pitching outstanding um, for the White Sox this early season. But Cease really was the talk. Um, he looked confident. He looked in control. He attacked. Um, you know, again, that one jam, and he was able to get out of it. Uh, there was just enough offense for the Sox. Jake Berger with a big blast to left field. He had two hits. Um, I, you know, I'm wondering if the Sox can find some opportunities to get him in the offense, uh, in the lineup a little bit more regularly with Mankata, with the question marks we have with Mankata and when he's going to be back. Uh, Berger, his, you know, he's had some, he's had, if he hasn't gotten a hit, he's hit it hard. His exit velocity is up there. So I'd, I'd like to see what they're going to do with, with Berger. Just getting him some regular at-bats because uh, he's shown, he's shown some power. The game on Friday, this Apple TV game, was under three hours. Sox had three runs on six hits, zero errors, and zero walks. Um, Want to get you ready for the upcoming series with the Cleveland Guardians? Uh, Going to talk about that uh, in just a moment. This is the time of year when most people have given up on their New Year's resolutions, but not me. I'm sticking to my resolution of eating right thanks to Built Bar. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Low-calorie, high-protein, replace your candy bars with these. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. 
Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at built.com. So let's preview uh, Monday's matchup with the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Cleveland is four and five on the season. They are going to be sending Tristan McKenzie uh, to the mound uh, for game one of this series. Um, Tristan McKenzie has some numbers for 2022 already. Uh, He's thrown seven innings, given up five hits, seven strikeouts, two walks, and only two earned runs. Uh, last year for Cleveland, McKenzie had a 4.95 ERA. In 2021, McKenzie pitched 17 innings against the Sox. Uh, he gave up uh, 22 earned runs. So we we were we were able to handle him pretty well uh, last season. Uh, the White Sox were 10 and 9 against Cleveland last year with a plus seven. A run diff. There were some really close games. Cleveland battled us pretty well uh, last year. Dallas Keiko will be sent to the hill uh, for the White Sox to start this series off. Keiko looked really well in his first outing. He he threw five innings, uh, three earned runs, six hits, five strikeouts, and that zero walks, which was huge. Um, Keiko pitched against Cleveland a couple times last season. Uh, he pitched uh, in total 11 innings, gave up nine earned runs, nine hits, five walks. So not the greatest numbers against Cleveland. Again, hopefully uh, this is a new Dallas. Uh, the weather forecast for Monday in Cleveland, not good. Uh, 42 degrees with a 100% chance of rain throughout the day. Uh, it is a 5 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time start. So we'll see. Hopefully they get that uh, weather, uh, that game in. But uh, with not having a day off until April 25th, uh, a day off might not be too bad for our White Sox. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can find this podcast everywhere you find your podcast. Uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GG. TB. Uh, thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen uh, every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, coming up on the next episode, uh, if this game gets in on Monday, and hopefully it does, I'll. Uh, wrap up Keuchel's outing and get you ready for game two of the Cleveland series featuring Jimmy Lambert on the hill for the White Sox. Really appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.